Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Two Depressed Girls podcast. My name is Amy, and I'm here with April. Hello there. All right, guys. So this episode, I am going to keep my trap shut. <laughs> so this is April's baby. Uh, you can tell by the title, which I might add, finding a title for this podcast was a nightmare uh, because uh, Disney is very protective over Star Wars. <laughs> well, Lucasfilm, too, because they have the original trademark for most everything. True. So April is going to teach me about Star Wars today. I have only seen, like, the first one all the way through. And, the first like, one being which one, though? The first one that ever came out. Okay. That one. Okay. Yeah, that one. Gotcha. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> She'll learn today. I know. I know nothing. So I, Ooh, I know who uh, Grogu is in The Mandalorian, but uh-huh. I know that's not like... I mean, it is... We'll get into it. She's going to teach me. <laughs> yes. Um, and so... When when Amy texted me today, it was today, right? That you yeah. said, okay, so today's the day. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't have a lot of uh, time, so I'm like, crap, I need to like get everything figured out and know what I'm gonna say uh, because I'm super excited to do this episode because obviously I love Star Wars. I say hello there. I hope people are out there saying General Kenobi after I say that. Most likely not, but you know, one can hope. Um, but I'm super excited to do this episode, but I'm also a little nervous. And it's not that uh, I think I'll get backlash for saying something incorrectly or hate for misspeaking or, you know, talking about a theory that not everyone agrees with. I just really want to make sure that I do the franchise justice. That is my fear. And um, I'll kind of go into why I like Star Wars. Amy has some questions for me. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, But one thing that is so fundamental about me about star wars is it's never ending there's new movies coming out there's new shows there's the books there's the legends there's knights of the old republic it's a continuation of a story that will never die um other things that end that i've been interested in star wars is 44 years old and there's no no sign of it stopping and it's not just the new stories being added at the end there's the ones in between there's shows that are coming out now that are in the time period of the prequels kenobi is coming out and that's where ewan mcgregor and hayden christensen are reprising their roles um there's the legends that predate the prequels that are also fascinating mandalorian it's set in the time period of the originals and this kind of follows the construct that time is fluid and you know this franchise really exemplifies that if we go along the timeline there's the three main trilogies so the originals being episode four a new hope which came out in 1977 episode five empire strikes back which was 1980 and then episode six return of the jedi which came out in 1983. then we go back in time to the prequels Um, episode one the phantom menace came out in 1999 episode two attack of the clones came out in 2002 And then episode three, Revenge of the Sith, my personal favorite, came out in 2005. And then we have the sequels. There's episode seven, The Force Awakens, uh, which came out in 2015. Episode eight, The Last Jedi, came out in 2017. And episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker, came out in 2018. But I am really happy to hear that the sequel trilogy is no longer canon. (laughs) It is amazing to hear that because I hate it. Uh, the only character that I like from the Disney sequels was BB-8. 
And he's a droid that doesn't talk. <laughs> he's my favorite of the That's whole funny. sequel trilogy. I just I do not like it. Um, and something else that I really like about Star Wars is the community. It is amazing. Sure, there are the haters and the trolls that try to ruin everything, but that isn't nearly as prevalent in the Star Wars community as I see in other communities. You know, I mean, we're both lovers of the beauty community but that's just toxic as shit you know uh this not nearly as much and there's also like so much common ground that you know i haven't seen the toxicity and uh in the groups that i'm part of and then the youtube videos that i watch they never really get hateful comments at all which is so refreshing right um and what's funny is uh if the prequels were your favorite you were previously of the unpopular opinion now prequel and original lovers kind of banded together to hate on the sequels <laughs> that's the only form of hate you'll find is on the sequels mm. um and it's not because they're made by disney because mandalorian has a cult following and that show's made by disney but that came from john favreau and dave filoni and dave filoni he did Clone Wars TV show, the Clone Wars movie, the Bad Batch, Rebels. So he's really had a heavy hand in Star Wars. Um, And what's kind of also nice about The Mandalorian is that it strayed a little bit away from typical Star Wars things, such as the score. You won't hear the Imperial March ever in The Mandalorian. It has its own soundtrack, its own score. And it's funny because it's so unbelievably distinctive you hear the imperial march you think of star wars yeah you hear the mandalorian score you're only thinking about mando and grogu well it's funny when uh fortnite actually collabed with star wars (laughs) they had the mandalorian's like theme song or whatever yeah and i was like that's a very distinct sound you just you know yeah you hear that sound and And i don't really watch the mandalorian so the fact Mm -hmm. that i knew what it was i was like hmm their marketing team is they're smart or score their score team too yeah yeah and i'm gonna be completely honest i'm not a lifelong star wars fan really yes um when i was six years old and i watched the phantom menace for the first time mm-hmm. i was terrified <laughs> of darth maul i remember i was yeah. in my brother's room he had it playing that red and black face with the horns was so scary to me so Mandalorian was really my real introduction to the Star Wars franchise because I didn't have a whole lot of interest in it growing up. I knew about it. I knew, you know, who the characters were and everything. And I knew the phrase, Luke, I am your father, which is a Mandela effects. It's no, I am your father. Uh, but Mando really got me into it. And Baby Yoda just got me hooked. <laughs> And yes, I can say Baby Yoda. I know his name is Grogu and previously the child, but John Favreau even said he's fine with people calling Baby, calling Grogu Baby Yoda. So it's fine. (laughs) Um, And I mean, even at first I was kind of with the community saying the name Grogu. What is that? What the fuck? That's not his name. Uh, But, you know, we've come to accept it now. He's Grogu. Um... And I really did find Star Wars at the best possible time because it was when I was at one of my lowest points. And when I felt like 
I had nothing, everything was spiraling, you know, things just kept disappearing. You know, I met ends to so many things. Star Wars was there. And I was comforted by the fact that it is an admit in oh my god. It is an enigma that will never end. There's the movies, TV shows, the books, the comics, endless YouTube videos. And I mean, I'm particularly like learning about like the legends, which aren't even part of the movies. But, you know, Darth Nihilus, Darth Revan, Kreia, the mother, father, son, and daughter legend. Uh, it's just all so fascinating to me. And uh, if you couldn't tell, I like me some Sith. <laughs> okay, so um, I have questions, okay? I have the answers. And these are... Possibly. These are burning questions that I've been wondering to myself silently because I, um, I don't really... I mean, I don't really know anybody in my life that knows that much about Star Wars, honestly. Mm -hmm. My parents weren't super into it. My brothers weren't super into it. So, like, I had nobody to show me the world of Star Wars, okay? Mm -hmm. So, my first question is, why does everybody hate Jar Jar Binks? Okay. I'm of the unpopular opinion. I love Jar Jar Binks. Everyone hates on him. I find him that comedic relief. Yeah. He's fucking hilarious. He's always falling down. He's always fucking shit up. I think it's because he's always fucking shit up and he's kind of cringy because he's like, Misa do this and Yusa do this. Like, he talks fucking weird. Sometimes you can't understand him. But uh, people kind of hate on him to a, a unfair degree, I want to say. Dude, the little tidbits I've seen of Jar Jar Binks, I think he's my favorite because I'm like, he's funny and I think I relate to him on the always fucking shit up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of the character that everyone kind of joins in hating. I really don't know yeah. where that comes from because I personally don't share that sentiment. Right. I like him. And what's funny is that Jar Jar Binks was actually supposed to be the main villain really yeah but everyone hated him so much that they're like fuck we gotta find someone else now weird yeah that's so weird yeah okay okay that answers that question that's good to know because i i thought he was funny okay so my next question is okay i know you kind of explained the mandalorian but like does he is he like coexisting with anyone else in the universe like anakin skywalker or whoever are you getting to that so, n n no, I don't cover it because okay. I, I, I anticipated that Amy would ask who my favorite character is <laughs> and I wrote a huge, you know, description. Do you want well, me not... to ask that one first? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. no. We'll save that for later. <laughs> okay. I was, let's just say I was prepared. Okay. And um, so Mandalorian, it takes place during the original trilogy. Okay. I think it's like 3BY, which is, uh, no, 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 ABY, after the Battle of Yavin. Okay. Um, so it takes place during the Luke Skywalker trilogy. Okay. So is after everything that happened with Anakin, you know, it's the Darth Vader time period. Okay. And it does kind of align with some of the characters, but it's more so the characters in the Clone Wars because you see Ahsoka Tano oh, or Tano. Okay. I, I I still get confused on her name and it's okay because Anakin calls her Snips. He doesn't even say her name, okay? But um, it's it has to do a lot with you know, the, the main story because he's a Mandalorian. The planet of Mandalore 
kind of disassembled. And so, you know, Mandalorians are now seen as bounty hunters. And Grogu, you know, Baby Yoda, you know, Yoda from the whole franchise, really. But uh, it's, it really is kind of its own separate story where other characters are introduced. Okay. Um, okay, so my next question was actually who's your favorite character, but you want me to save that till like further down, or you want me to ask that now? Uh, I, what else do you have? Um, so this one, I already kind of know the answer, but I want to see her reaction. Oh no. So are Anakin Skywalker and Princess Leia actually related? Like really? <laughs> yes. He is her father. <laughs> her eyes just got so wide. So, um, I'll go into this in more detail, but Princess Leia is the twin sister of Luke Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker is the father. I just shattered her world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they kiss, yeah. Um, there's more familial gross Ew. yeah more shit will happen I'll, I'll tell you about it because i there's a question that'll answer this um but yeah yeah anakin is 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 daddy skywalker to princess leia that is so... yeah woof mm-hmm. disney come on i mean granted it wasn't with disney back then but still lucasfilm yeah yeah, and you know it's really gross. What? So people found uh, they did like a really slow clip of Luke and Leia kissing, uh-huh. and you see a string of spit between their mouths. Oh, <laughs> that is disgusting! Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, so that kind of brings me into the next one. But I, do you want me to ask the favorite character? Or you want me to ask the last question? Uh, we'll do a favorite character now. Okay, I want to know who your favorite character is, because, like, I know you like Star Wars, clearly, but I want to know who is your favorite. This is a very long-winded question, because I'm also going to explain his story. Okay. So, I'm a prequels girl. Okay. Love my fucking prequels. Um, because there's also that more comes with the prequels, because it's the Clone Wars, Clone Wars movie, um, more shows that are coming, uh, The Bad Batch immediately proceed follows uh the end of episode three and episode three is my favorite revenge of the sith so my all-time favorite character is anakin anakin skywalker um if i were to break it down further and say like who's my favorite jedi who's my favorite sith i'd say my favorite jedi is obi-wan kenobi because he is funny as hell and he is fine as hell uh favorite sith darth revan uh, followed closely by Maul, and that's mainly because of the Clone Wars uh, TV show, more so than the the uh, episode one that he was in, because it really doesn't show very much, whereas Clone Wars goes into so in-depth. And just run-of-the-mill person, Han Solo. So I'll explain why Anakin is my favorite character. He is such a complex character, and he's also considered the chosen one. He had the internal battle with the dark side from a very young age. He was a slave along with his mother on Tatooine when he was discovered by Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan when, uh, at the age of nine. He had his 
uh, midichlorian count examined, and his count was over 20,000, which superseded even Yoda. Yoda was 900. Anakin was 9. What? So he he was very in tune with the Force. Wow. Um, uh, he was then won by Qui-Gon in a pod race and separated from his mother, uh, and he had to leave her behind on Tatooine, and she had to stay a slave ultimately to the Hutt family. Uh, and then he's brought to the council where they tell him he's too old to be a Padawan learner, and they also sense darkness in him. So he loses his mom. He's being rejected by the Jedi Order. Um, uh, to learn how to use the Force. Like, sorry, I'm explaining this badly. I had it written down and I read it wrong. But he's rejected by the Jedi Order to learn how to use the Force that he is so in tune with. And then after that, he deals with Qui-Gon being killed by Maul. And Qui-Gon's dying wish to Obi-Wan is to train Anakin and Obi-Wan reluctantly has to do it because he was liter- it was literally the last order made by his master. So then we fast forward to Attack of the Clones and Anakin is 10 years older. He is 19. He's a Jedi Knight under his master, Obi-Wan. Uh, he's in love with a senator of the Galactic Republic. <laughs> uh, Jedi are not allowed to have attachments, so he's kind of breaking that rule. Uh, which in Part is why I'm Team Sith, because that's just such an unrealistic notion to have. You can't have attachments. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, he's also sort of taken under the wing of the Chancellor, who believes in him and acknowledges him as the Chosen One, while everyone else is telling him that he's reckless, foolish. Padme, the senator he's in love with, says that his feelings for her are wrong. So he has the Chancellor in his corner. Highest form of law in the Galactic Republic is backing him up. But then he's given an assignment from the Jedi that they need him to be their eyes and ears for whatever the Chancellor says or does. He has to report back to them. Uh, deception is not part of the Jedi Code. He knows this and voices it, but it's but he's still told to do it. So I'm skipping over a lot of parts here, but we would be here forever if I discussed every little detail of the movie and the TV shows movies in the TV shows. I'm really just trying to focus on Anakin's trials and tribulations that make him the character he is. So while this is going on, Anakin is having nightmares about his mother, and that's one of his force powers is having visions. So he goes back home to Tatooine to look for his mother. He finds out he has a stepfather and a stepbrother or sister and and in-law. I can't remember exactly. Um, he also finds his mother. She has been beaten by Tusken Raiders, and she ends up dying in Anakin's arms. Ooh, that's rough. So, uh, he gets his revenge. He kills all the Tusken Raiders. And this is where we get the famous line, not just the men, but the women and children, too. He killed them all. Damn. And this was the first time that he really let himself be consumed by his anger and hate, and let himself suspect succumb somewhat to the dark side so following this is the battle of geonosis and the jedi unleash their clone army on the separatists and the clone wars begin so the clone wars is both an animated movie and a tv show that aligns with the end of episode two and goes through to the end of episode three which is a little traumatic in my opinion 
Um, but I would say the really big event that lended to Anakin's fall was gaining and then losing his Padawan Ahsoka. She didn't die, but she left the Jedi Order. She was suspected of treason and later found innocent, but she felt betrayed that no one in the Order aside from Anakin stood up for her or believed her innocence. So she just left. I mean, I kind of don't blame you. Yeah. I'd say fuck you too. (laughs) Uh, So at the end of episode two, Anakin and Padme do get married in secret. And she ends up pregnant in episode three. So during this, Clone Wars is still happening. He's still supposed to report on the Chancellor. And Anakin then begins to have visions of his wife dying in childbirth. So Padme is really all he has left at this point. His mother's dead. His Padawan is gone. He doesn't fully trust the Jedi or the Republic. And he feels alone and scared for the safety of his wife and child. Yeah. That's a rough position, man. Right? Like, did you really expect this from Star Wars? No, not really. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be that damn deep. I know. It, oh. I thought it, it was gets... just going to be the zzz, zzz. I thought it was just going to be that. But there's some backstory that's making me sad. And I'm not even covering everything. That's like the really interesting part because like i just i finished clone wars a little while ago and that was so heart-wrenching because you know you think of a clone it's just a replica Mm -hmm. it's the same person Mm -hmm. no the fuck it's not (laughs) because there's so many characters there's rex commander cody heavy echo fives and they all have different personalities and they didn't really account for that in the movies but in the show it's just heart-wrenching to see what happens. And then you know at the very end, all the clones become decommissioned and they're replaced then by stormtroopers because they didn't think that the clones would still follow the Galactic Empire. So I have another question that I actually just thought of. Is there like a reason, I is it just me or is like the, the releasing of the film is kind of weird or is it just me am i stupid or do i just not understand it so it is weird okay is there a reason they did that i don't really know that's actually like i mean it's it's really weird because yeah episode four a new hope and it's like well what about episode one two three oh they'll come out in 20 years kind yeah. of thing um i know that there was like a strategy to it okay um, I, mean, I mean i'm sure there was because it, it seemed very distinct from anyone else so i'm sure there was a reason they did it but i was just mm-hmm. like i don't know man this is hard to keep track of i don't get it i mean since they named it episode four mm-hmm. you know they they have to know yeah. you know one right. two and three yeah so back to uh yeah, Anakin's back, story yeah basically back to i was just a question i you know <laughs> back to him <laughs> so uh anakin ends up being put on the jedi council by chancellor palpatine but the council does not give him the rank of master where everyone on the council has to be a master uh but they're like "Mm, no not you which infuriates him he's super pissed about this Mm -hmm. um so this and the fear of his wife and child leads him to a tale told by palpatine the tragedy of darth plagueis the wise a story that the jedi would not tell because it is a sith legend so darth plagueis was a very powerful sith he could uh create life 
and keep the ones he cared about from dying. The only person who knew this power was his apprentice, apprentice Darth Sidious, who ended up killing his master. Uh, this was the knowledge that Anakin needed. And he was conflicted on how to get it because after some events, he came to the realization that Palpatine is actually Darth Sidious, Sith Lord, who has that knowledge. Um, he turns this information over to the council and is once again excluded from the council dealings uh, because he won't be part of the capture of Palpatine. So when they try to capture Palpatine, he kills the majority of them and Anakin rushes in, tries to assist, uh, but Mace Windu wants him to kill Palpatine, which is against the Jedi Code. He needs a fair trial. And then we got Palpatine whispering in his ear, telling him, you can save them. I can teach you how to save your loved ones. So Anakin aligns himself with Palpatine, helping him get rid of Master Windu, as well as executing Order 66, with him to strengthen his connection to the Force and the Dark Arts. And he really does this by um, slaying younglings. Younglings are children. Ooh. So he's killing kids again. Right. Um, thus showing his allegiance to Palpatine and the Sith, and is given the name Darth Vader. I may have that slightly out of order, but you kind of get the gist of what happened. Um, so, Obi-Wan, Anakin's master, sees him slay the younglings through a camera, and uh, he boards Padme's ship to Mustafar, because she's looking for Anakin. She doesn't believe Obi-Wan when he tells her he killed younglings. And she confronts Anakin, and uh, Anakin believes that Padme is conspiring against him when Obi-Wan exit the ship. Like, worst timing, bro. Worst timing. So, uh, yeah, he thinks his wife's against him, so he force chokes her until she passes out. Damn! Yes. Um, he then duels Obi-Wan on the lava river of Mustafar. Obi-Wan ends up getting the high ground, which is like such a meme thing in the Star Wars community. I am the high ground. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he tells Anakin, don't do it. It's suicide. But Anakin doesn't listen. Obi-Wan knew what Anakin was doing because Obi-Wan had the high ground. Anakin was above, below him, I mean, on the lava river. Mm-hmm. So what Anakin does is he tries to flip over Obi-Wan and disarm him. Reason Obi-Wan says don't do it is because that's Obi-Wan's trick. He used it against Maul. He knew the ins and outs, ins and outs of that maneuver. And he knew how dangerous it was. He uses that knowledge against Anakin and ends up severing each limb that Anakin had left. Anakin already lost his arm to uh, Count Dooku, uh, so he has one robotic arm left and then his legs and his arm cut off. His arm was cut off. His legs were cut off. Isn't that a meme TikTok? Oh my god. Yeah. So he ends up slicing it all off. Uh, <laughs> when you say that, just like, yeah, he ended yeah. up slicing them all off. Well, I mean, you know, there's like a good size, good side to it because you know it's a lightsaber, 
every limb is immediately cauterized. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, you know, he's not going to bleed out, uh, but he's slowly sinking into the lava. So he's Ooh. burning to death at the same time, you know, Ouch. as if he isn't going through enough pain. Um, so this is where Obi-Wan and Anakin have their very emotional screaming match. So during this screaming match, Obi-Wan said that Anakin is the chosen one, that he was said to destroy the Sith, not join them. And Anakin responds with his very heart-wrenching, I hate you. To which Obi-Wan responds, you are my brother Anakin, I loved you. And Obi-Wan leaves him to die in the lava. Ah, damn, that's cold. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is. That's like, cold. It's such a heartbreaking I mean, scene. Yeah. Because you see that progression of Anakin and Obi-Wan's relationship mm -hmm. and that friendship and that brotherhood, really. And it all just fell apart. It all crumbled. Yeah. So Obi-Wan returns to Padme, who is forced into labor because she's dying. She gives birth to the twins, names them Luke and Leia, uh, and then she dies because she no longer has a will to live. That's her cause of death. So Anakin is rescued by Palpatine and droids. He is given robotic limbs and the Darth Vader suit. He asks if Padme is okay, if she is safe. And then is told by Palpatine that in his anger, he killed her. And that is when he truly and fully succumbs to the dark side, having lost everything. I mean, I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it. Like, I mean, I would too, probably, if I were in his shoes. Right. Damn. Mm-hmm. Ouchie, my heart hurts. I didn't think my heart would hurt after this. Right? Come and that's, on. That's why I like the prequel so much, because it is that story, whereas nothing really else goes as in-depth. Yeah. It's more surface level. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't... I, I formed such attachment to the characters. Yeah. And As one does. Yeah. They're part of your childhood, basically. I mean, you grew up with them. Well, not really me, because you know. Well, not really. But, but like, but yeah, I mean, you know, still. Anyway, mm -hmm. uh, my one question is, okay, so you said earlier, like, with the quote, Luke, I am your father. Yeah. But it's actually, no, I am your father? Yep. Nah. Emperor Strikes Back, yep. What? Yeah, it's a Mandela effect. Everyone knows it as Luke, I am your father. It was you marketed. As Luke, I am your father. You well, have t-shirts with that. Yeah, I didn't watch Star Wars, and I even thought it was Luke, I am your father. Yeah. But other... No, I am your father. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are there any other crazy conspiracies with this? Because if that's just, like, a surface one, I need to know. So, this is one that I've had debates about. Because Anakin, his mother, Shmi. There is no father. There's no father. Not just in the picture. She recounts, there's no father, period. What? Yeah. So this kind of like follows the archetype of Jesus, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, Virgin Mary. Virgin Mary. 
However, George Lucas confirms this. Like, I had this thought months and months and months ago, but I just recently watched a video where he confirms who ideally he wanted Anakin's father to be. And he very loosely says it in episode three. When Palpatine tells Anakin the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise, he's Darth Sidious. He's the apprentice of Darth Plagueis. He was taught how to keep loved ones from dying as well as create life. Mm -hmm. He is the father of Anakin. He created Anakin. He could manipulate the midichlorian count. That's why he had a 20, over 20,000 midichlorian count at the age of nine. Because, I'm getting goosebumps, guys, so it's facts. Yeah. <laughs> um, Disney tried to say, no, we don't want that. You know, we'll do something else. Uh, but now it's not canon anymore. And I mean, if George Lucas is fucking saying it, it's mm -hmm. the fucking truth. And it, it really was. I came to the conclusion on my own because I was rewatching Revenge of the Sith. Mm -hmm. And the facial expressions of Palpatine. And the way he's telling the story, he's saying he can create life. He's done it. And he's looking so intently at Anakin, his son. And it really follows the progression of Star Wars to have a very dramatic revelation of lineage. Mm -hmm. Because Luke, I am your father. Yeah. That was the big one. Uh, for the sequels... It was discovered that Rey is the granddaughter of Palpatine. Okay. And they, there's a lot of names. I'm trying to keep yeah, them all straight. Yeah. So just know Palpatine and Sid and Darth Sidious are the same person. Okay. Anakin and Darth Vader are the same person. Okay. That's pretty much the only like di okay. digression there. Um, and the funny thing is, not only does it follow the lineage. You know revelation where it's like oh my god this is my relative this uh -huh. is my parent this is my grandfather it goes back to the luke and leia kiss what? because ray is the granddaughter of palpatine kylo ren is, is sort of a love interest of ray kylo's ren kylo ren's real name is ben solo he is the son of Leia and Han Solo. Leia is the daughter of Anakin. Anakin is the son of Palpatine. So, you know, Kylo, Kylo was smooching on his, like, distant aunt. <laughs> his second cousin, you know, his, whatever, it's it's a familial case of incest. Shit out. Come on. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it follows the pattern. The pattern is there. <laughs> wow. My world just like, wow. Yeah. What What is that familial relation where, okay, so that means, I don't know, second cousins or is he like, aunt? I don't know, something like that. I feel like it would be more, yeah. Yeah. Aunt, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Aunt once removed. Is that what it is? Uh... 
I don't remember what the once removed thing's for. Regardless, I she's an aunt yeah. of Kylo Ren and they kiss. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, thank you for teaching me uh, <laughs> as much as you possibly could about Star Wars because that was a lot of information in like 35 minutes. Yeah, I'm so glad I wrote that up earlier. I th <laughs> The only part I really wrote up was the story of Anakin because I didn't want to be like at a loss for words or to like babble on for 45 minutes about, you know, one little minor occurrence. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that is it for this episode. Um, join us Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. I do, it's hard to keep my day straight anymore. Join us uh, next Wednesday for another episode. Thanks so much for joining us. Go check out our social media. I made it easy for everybody. It's just two depressed girls podcasts. Look us up, and our link tree is in all of our bios. So if you click that, you can get to anywhere. May the force be with you. God, I'm gonna get sued now. <laughs> no, not even. You can say it. It just can't be like the title. That's garbage figure it out guys you anyway thank you so much for joining us have a great one guys bye